The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. All the gold in California is in the bank in the middle of Beverly Hills in somebody else's name, according to the Gatlin brothers. That's how you get rich retitling the precious metals in somebody else's name. But there has to be a better way to make money investing in gold and silver than gimmickry with ownership titling. And today's ETF battles, we've got just the ticket for you. We've got an income contest between covered call gold and silver ETNs. So stick around to find out who wins. A warm and enthusiastic welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy. Glad to have you with us. This is where we congregate to talk about the birds and the bees of ETF investing. And if you have a certain ETF contest that you'd like to see, send us your ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF Battles coffee mug or a shirt. Now, before we go any further, be sure to visit the description section below. We've got links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, join the waiting list for our brand new margin of safety investing tool. The link is provided below. Today's ETF battle was requested by Beach Bum Trading. Now, this is a, a viewer who I'll just refer to as BBT. They wanted to see this covered call matchup between GLDI and SLVO now, both ETNs are from Credit Suisse. Both products are designed to produce monthly income by selling covered calls on gold and silver ETFs. Now, our judges are going to get into the details on that in a minute. BBT wants to know what we think about ETNs. Well, I hate them, BBT, and you can quote me on that. But never mind what I think. Let's see what our judges have to say. Judging today's covered call ETN contest is an illustrious duo. We've got Cynthia Murphy with the ETF Think Tank and David Durking with the Street.com. Judges, great to see you again. Hey, Ron. Great to see you. Hey, guys. Good to be here. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure strategy, performance, and yield are combined. Plus, we've got a mystery battle category where you, the judges, can pick a single factor or multiple factors that you think are crucial to today's matchup. Our judges can also nominate wildcard ETFs. If they feel there's better choices elsewhere, they can opt for split decisions. It's completely up to them. I've got the scorekeeping chores, and at the end of the show, we'll declare an overall winner. Keep in mind, none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So let's get started with Cynthia. Cost is the first category. Which of these ETNs wins the battle? 
Hey, Ron. So these ETNs actually are perfectly matched. They both cost 65 basis points in expense ratio. Uh, they have the exact same price tag. They trade a similar amount uh, every single day. They have they, Their spreads aren't particularly dramatically different. Uh, so maybe it's because they're all part of the Credit Suisse family of ETNs. Uh, they are priced to match. So definitely a split decision from where I sit. Thank you, Cynthia. Dave, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, I see it the same way. Uh, expense ratios are the same. I, I don't need to repeat everything Cynthia just said, but yeah, they only trade about a, a million dollars a day or so. I mean, there's just not a lot of ETN traders out there, so spreads are a little high, but uh, yeah, expense ratios are the same, so it's a split decision for me too. Exposure strategy is next. Dave, you're still up. Give us your analysis. Yeah, both of these products are structured essentially the same. The only difference is uh, GLDI is based on uh, the GLD ETF. SLVO is based on the SLV ETF. So really, the underlying is the only difference here. Uh, yields on both of them are well into the double digits. The only real difference is that uh, GLDI writes out-of-the-money covered calls, which are about 3% out-of-the-money, SLVO, their covered calls are about 6% out of the money. So GLDI might have a better chance of uh, the underlying getting called away on that front. But uh, structure-wise, strategy-wise, they're pretty much the same. So split decision again for me. Cynthia, you're up next for exposure strategy. Do you agree with Dave's analysis? I do. I think it, if it's really to pick between one or the other, it's you have to make a decision on whether you want to track gold or silver. I mean, both strategies are built to deliver yield on precious metals that are not known for delivering yield. So this is a yield play on gold and silver. So it's really about, you know, are you trying to, to track the performance of gold or of silver, which if we look, you know, we're going to talk about performance next, but if you look at in an inflationary environment or in different market environments, um, you might want gold. Uh, if you're really looking for industrial application and, and different types of uses, you might want silver. So, but in terms of, of how these things are built, the exposure, it's it's very similar with the exception that, you know, that out of the money call uh, element on GLDI, you're only talking 3%. On SLVO, you're talking 6%. So that would change how much upside capture you may get with these things. But I think the, the core question is, do you want gold or do you want silver? Okay. So that sounds like a split decision to me. <laughs> yes, it is. A lot All of right. words to say split decision. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. They're your words, not mine. I don't want to put them in your mouth. But that takes us next to performance. And uh, Cynthia, you're still up. So break it down for us. Yeah, in the performance, I think GLDI wins. Uh, SLVO has really, really struggled here. Uh, I, I was pulling up and David can correct me, but I was pulling up. I think SLVO has underperformed GLDI in year to date, one year, two year, three years uh, on annualized basis. So it's GLDI does perform better, has performed better. So the performance goes to GLDI. Dave, how do you see it in terms of performance between these two ETNs? Yeah, I see it the same. Uh, Cynthia said GLDI has outperformed over pretty much every time frame. Uh, I mean, that's obviously because gold has outperformed silver. So I think one way you could frame the performance is how these two funds have done against their underlying 
in the case of GLDI, it's lagged GLD by about 6% since its inception. SLVO is lagged by about 21%. So uh, in either case, just owning straight GLD or SLV would have performed better. But uh, GLD has been able to uh, stay a little tighter to its underlying uh, underlying metal. But if you look at total return uh, or how it's performed against an underlying GLD wins in both cases, so it's the winner. That takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to support their analysis. So, Dave, what is your mystery battle category and which of these ETNs wins? Yeah, I wanted to take, take a look at volatility on, on both of these products. And uh, the covered call strategy... Uh, is a little safer than just investing straight in, in an underlying security. And that's the case here as well. Both of these are about 20% less volatile than just owning gold or silver outright. Uh, but silver, of course, has a lot of industrial applications to it. Uh, GLD is pretty much just a straight precious metal. People use it as uh, an inflation hedge, a risk hedge. It's really an uncorrelated asset that just kind of does its own thing, but it's used mostly as a defensive asset. Uh, so silver has naturally been more volatile, but uh, again, silver is a little more cyclical. GLD is a little more defensive. So uh, I think on the volatility front, I would probably lean towards GLDI on this one, just because you're getting more of a uh, pure covered call strategy as opposed to sort of the cyclical volatility that you'll get with SLBO. That's a solid take. Thank you, Dave. Cynthia, you're up next. Your mystery battle category, what is it? And which of these ETNs stands out? So I actually want to start by saying I agree with uh, David's argument on volatility. And that's actually a really, really interesting argument. Um, I am actually going to go with structure and I'm going to offer a wild card. And that is because both GLDI and SLVO are ETNs, exchange traded notes. So as you know, they're they're not an ETF. They're not a, a, a fund. They are a debt note. And so that comes with a whole different ball of wax when it comes to risks. And so if you're really trying to find that yield element on a precious metal, there's not a lot of ETFs offering that through the use of options. But I found one like from First Trust, IGLD. Uh, and that does that options overlay on uh, a gold, physical gold to try and attempt the same uh, result through an open-ended fund structure. The difference is that the yield is not double digits like you see on the ETN structure. So you give up some of that yield in order to have the 40 Act fund structure. But um, I'm a fan of ETFs. So I would say... IGLD uh, from a structure category perspective. Thank you very much. We got you down for IGLD. Now we move to the part of the program where our judges get to give us their overall ETF battle winner. And this is a battle between ETNs. So Cynthia, give us your overall winner. So listen, Ron, you know me, I, I hate the split decisions. I feel like we should be able to pick a winner. Uh, this is particularly tricky because GLDI and SLVO are basically identical products just based on different uh, precious metals. I would give the edge to GLDI. I think, you know, gold is, is a staple in a lot of folks' portfolio. I think GLDI was the first to come with this idea of yield on gold. It's, uh, it was innovative in its time, um, so it's performing better. So between the two, 
I would give it to a GLDI. Uh, and then just remember, there are ways to access this concept through an open-ended fund structure like IGLD uh, if ETFs are your thing. Well, just to clarify, you can nominate that wild card as your final choice. If you think that IGLD is preferred even over GLDI, you're free to do that. So let me just throw that out there. No, and I appreciate that. But my guess is if you are using one of these ETNs, is because that yield component is really the driver here. And you are going to get that souped up yield in the ETN in a way more so than you're getting on the ETF. So my guess is for the use people are looking to these fund, these strategies for, you know, they might be perfectly happy with that counterparty risk and, and all the things that come with an ETN. Um, I'm just saying... There's another option there if uh, you don't mind giving up some of that yield. Excellent. Thank you very much, Cynthia. I got you down for GLDI. And then, Dave, your final choice, give us your overall winner. Well, I think it's safe to say that none of us is a fan of the ETN structure. It's kind of like choosing between GLDI and SLVO is kind of like choosing between hospital food and airline food. You know, they'll they'll both fill you up, but neither one's going to satisfy you. So... Uh, I guess in this case, I'll go with GLDI as well. I think on a risk-adjusted basis, it does it does a little better. I think uh, using gold as opposed to silver for this kind of uh, yield on metal strategy is probably a little more appropriate. It's got better returns over the long term. So, uh, again, with the caveat that you know this probably isn't the the best way to get yield, I'll go with GLDI as the winner here. Well, our judges have spoken, and according to my battle scorecard, today's winner is GLDI, and it won in terms of performance and yield. Also, our judges agreed on the overall winner. Um, They opted for a split decision when it came to cost and exposure strategy. And as pointed out, um, you know, the covered cost strategy adds a dimension of income on gold and silver, assets that have no dividends or revenue or income like you get from traditional securities like stocks or bonds. But the ETN structure, as our judges pointed out, add a fresh dimension of credit risk to your trade. So beware of that. If the issuer goes bankrupt, the value of your ETN could be wiped out. Nonetheless, selling covered calls on gold and silver, again, is a creative way to generate cash flow and income on bullion assets that pay no dividend in themselves. So great job to Cynthia and Dave for your outstanding analysis with today's Covered Call ETN showdown. We really appreciate your insights. Thanks for having me, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Be sure to visit the description section below for research links to our judges. And while you're there, check out our link to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, we've got viewer resources, including online classes and other financial tools. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Be sure to hit the like button also if you've been enjoying our shows. Which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF Battles coffee mug or a shirt. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. 
Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.